This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a former top government scientist is exposed for thousands of dollars in sloppy expense account reporting. An $83 million contract might mean millions of COVID test kits in America's future. And online military exchanges are now available to a new crop of customers. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. The Defense Department gets a big win in the battle with Oklahoma over the vaccine mandate. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. A federal judge is urging the Pentagon to give Oklahoma National Guard members a little more time to get their vaccines, but is still ruling against a lawsuit challenging the mandate. The judge denied Oklahoma's request for a preliminary injunction on the vaccine mandate for its National Guard members brought by the state's governor. The lawsuit makes the case that the governor has command over members of the National Guard, not the federal government. Air National Guard members needed to be fully vaccinated by December 2nd, while Army National Guard members have until June 30th, 2022. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The former director of the Energy Department's Economic Impact and Diversity Office collected more than $14,000 in overpayments for his travel expenses. That's according to a report from the Office of Inspector General. The IG found that Chris Fall extended travel into weekends and failed to record personal time. According to the report, most of the overpayments went toward improper meals, housing, and airfare. Fall has repaid over $5,000, but still has an outstanding balance of more than $8,000. The Defense Department and the Health and Human Services Department have awarded a new contract to boost the nation's ability to produce rapid COVID-19 tests. Yesterday's $137 million award went to the company Millipore Sigma. They'll use the funds to add manufacturing capabilities to one of the firm's production facilities in Wisconsin. DOD says the contract will eventually let the factory produce about 83 million tests per month for COVID and other potential viruses in the future. The Office of Personnel Management is giving agencies more time to implement reforms to the federal hiring process. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. OPM Director Kieran Ahuja says agencies have made progress in changing the way they assess job candidates, but the office has decided to give them until the end of next year to fully implement the reforms. The changes were first directed by former President Trump in an executive order last summer. The order tells agencies to adjust their hiring preferences so they lean more on candidates' actual skills and knowledge and less on college degrees. It's the second time OPM has delayed implementation of those changes. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. College students and recent grads have until January 31st to apply for a new internship intended to get more young people into public service. The Commerce and Transportation Departments have teamed up with the Partnership for Public Service to create the Future Leaders in Public Service Internship Program for summer 2022. Interns can pick from career tracks like mission support, contracting and acquisitions, STEM and innovation, policy and administration, or liberal arts. Internships could be virtual depending on the agency's needs and telework status. Afghanistan looks like a lost cause, so the State Department pays fresh attention to next-door Pakistan. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. 
State will make two grants of about $1.5 million each. Its Bureau of Democracy, Human Rights and Labor is looking for groups to help improve the conditions for working women in Pakistan and to help improve the accountability and responsiveness of the country's government. State says potential grantees programs should take place on locale. The fifth most populous nation, Pakistan has persistent poverty and social inequality. Applications are due February 18th. Tom Temin, Federal News Network. The National Institute of Standards and Technology gets a new director for its engineering laboratory. Joni Chin, who has served at NIST for 26 years, among other things, will lead the lab's research on infrastructure renewal, building performance, energy efficiency, and measurement science. The lab has more than 400 staff members and a budget of about $83 million. Most recently, Chin served as acting director for NIST Engineering Lab. Online military exchanges are now officially open to active and retired civilian Defense Department and Coast Guard employees. The Pentagon announced the expansion of benefits back in April. Exchanges carry everything from convenience products to clothes and electronics tax-free. Interested parties must verify their status through the Defense Enrollment Eligibility Reporting System. The Federal Risk Authorization Management Program, or FedRAMP, is updating its baseline security standards and wants your help. The Cloud Security Program is seeking feedback on its incorporation of new controls outlined in the fifth revision of NIST Special Publication 853. The biggest change FedRAMP is making is applying a threat-based methodology to the control set. This will help reduce the number of required controls, especially for systems in the moderate and high ranges. Comments on the updated FedRAM standards are due by April 1st. GSA's IT shop wants to remind agencies the contract for making online events accessible to the visually impaired or hard of hearing will end February 13th. Two services under the FedRelay IDIQ contract, video remote interpreting and live remote captioning, will end and cannot be extended. GSA recommends that after February 13th, Agencies procure these services under the Translation and Interpretation Services Multiple Award Schedule. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus on our coronavirus resource page. For the Federal Newscast, I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.